Okay, so this episode is about gratitude, my appreciation for the support and love that have crossed my path have been a big part of my journey the past four years especially. I'd like to express that because um, without these people, I don't know where I would be today. Um, They've definitely given me love and light. In times where I felt like I had little life left in me, little light left in me, when I in moments where I felt so consumed by the darkness, I didn't think I was ever going to make it out. And these people reassured me and showed me that I was capable so much, even when I couldn't see it myself. For that, I'm highly grateful. And lately, I've been really trying to look into the things that I'm so grateful for and giving a sacred appreciation for things that I may have lost some love or sight of. Um, It's been very important to my process lately. But I'd like like to share a story about mental health that um may may answer some questions may give some perspective to people um i'm someone that really hasn't cared for the western practices of medicine because i've seen a lot of people in my family fall victim to pharmaceuticals and lack of respect for uh drugs and things because of doctors not over doctors over prescribing um and my family members necessarily not knowing the things that they were getting addicted to at the time and i've seen this happen over time i've seen friends end up in addiction overdoses and suicides because of different drugs and things so i'd like to share this story about um where i um tried to end my life last year a suicide attempt um I was in a very dark place I had very little hope I felt like I was pouring way too much out of my cup and maybe not doing enough for myself at the time and I've definitely learned a great lesson from those things and you can't pour from an empty cup that's for sure but last year I had a gun to my head I was saying that I wanted to end my life and even went out to the front yard when the cops got here and it was really bad. It was a really rough situation. But in turn, the cops took me to a mental health facility, which was in Cincinnati, which was in a pretty rough place. It was UC Health. Um, not the best place at all. I was met with a lot of um, mockery, a lot of uh, things that I should have never experienced going into a place for mental health help. And um, being in this facility, it didn't take me long to see that mental health definitely wasn't a priority in this place. And I, I seen old women falling on the ground, no one helping them for tens and twenties of minutes uh, and just letting old people lay on the ground um me and another patient tried to help them we were told that if we didn't leave them alone we would be put in a lockup um i even watched them play very vile movies and shows that showed satanic showed a lot of gunshots and a fighting and 
things that can cause a lot of trauma triggers within a mental health facility. And because I seen these things, I asked them to turn it off the TV because I knew and I could see it physically and mentally affecting these people that were in there for treatment. But instead of them changing it, they told me to shut up and mind my business. And that if I didn't mind my business, that I would be put down. I looked at them and I said, what do you mean put down? They said, well, find out. Keep doing what you're doing and you'll find out. In that situation, they were trying to make me look crazy for trying to help people. So what did I do? I didn't have very many options. So what I did after they threatened to put me down was I I hadn't not too many choices. So I thought to myself, okay, let's just meditate. Let's let's do what I can for myself. But before I sat down, I looked at everybody sitting around the TV watching the trauma triggering movies and shows going on, and I looked at everybody and said feel free if you want to i'm going to meditate on the ground if anyone wants to join feel free to join me um as soon as i sat down on the ground and other people started sitting down on the ground with me that's when at least six guards came in the room took me to a, a room closed the door held me down on the bed and they injected me with some stuff that was supposed to knock me out but I got up, I transfused and transmuted some of that energy, and I worked some Tai Chi, and I pushed some of the bullshit out of me. Mind you, when I went to this hospital, I told them that I did not want any of their drugs in me. I didn't want, didn't want anything that is not organic of, or of this earth. I did not want any man-made materials in my body. So therefore, they, they already broke a lot of my rights by doing that um they were supposed supposed to hold me for at least 24 hours if not 72 um they didn't even hold me for 24 hours after they gave me that shot and i slept for a couple hours i woke back up was moving into about 20 hours of being there with no food i told them from the beginning that i didn't want any garbage food i didn't want any thing that wasn't fruit or vegetables or anything it took me over 20 hours to get my first meal after being there and then the fruit and vegetables was old and garbage and rotted and nasty so I told him you expect me to eat this like um, no um, so then therefore after that after me not eating, they're like, okay, let's do your diagnosis. Let's go in here and talk to a couple of doctors. I went in and talked to a couple of doctors about what I was going through, about how I was treating it myself without the means to having therapy or anything. I told them that I was doing Tai Chi, that I was working on Qi Kung and working on my Chi myself. And I was also smoking weed and moderately microdosing mushrooms every once in a while um they looked at me they asked me what effects that i think these mushrooms were having for me and all kinds of things they were asking me questions and they looked at me gave me this look and it just they looked at me and told me basically without saying it there's nothing we can do for you um 
and I seen the look in their eyes and not even an hour later they they took me out of the program they 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 brought me outside and they 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 told me okay we're we're releasing you we're releasing you it was so weird that they didn't even hold me for 24 hours on suicide watch um they felt the energy that I was changing and helping people with their mental health without them feeding people the drugs that they want to feed people and when I tell you that I seen the energy and seen the way these people were handling themselves the staff of this mental health facility they were they were sitting behind their desk and laughing and making jokes they had no care in the world for these people there was no true passion for mental health in this facility and so therefore I left did my thing continue to work on myself and explore different routes of healing um, through Eastern medicine and Western medicine and needless to say Western medicine has damn near failed me every time I've ever asked for help therapy or anything so I'd like to find some middle ground between the Eastern medicine and Western medicine and bring those together so we can find some common ground to help people obviously what works for one person isn't going to work for everyone but we can find a common ground I think so after some time of trying different medicines whether they be psychedelics um, or uh, breath works natural medicines um, trying different practices of Reiki and different rituals and ceremonies um, a lot of this stuff works yo a lot of Eastern medicine and, and ceremonies they really work and when it comes down to it I'm gonna keep digging I'm gonna keep doing and figuring out what suits me what works for me best and I I wish everyone would do the same whether it's Eastern medicine or Western medicine we've got to know better we've got to want to know better and do better and um, it takes some digging it's not easy but out throughout this whole journey that I've been on through my healing and my artistic career I would like to thank the mother of my daughter Rachel Maupin for being there one of my best friends and one of my uh, most invested um, friends in my path and the things that I do in so many ways um, for being the mother of my daughter for holding space for me even when it wasn't easy for you um, I'd like to thank my daughter for being my inspiration my motivation to be a better me so I can be better for her um, I'd like to thank my mother for being the strong woman that she is and raising me and my brothers and through a lot of adversity and a lot of things that people may not have made it out of mentally or physically I want to thank my mom for being an OG and for being a protector and a nurturer um, I want to thank her for not being perfect because uh, she showed us you can still love and still be imperfect and still do better. 
Um, I'd like to thank my brothers, my brothers Bradley, James, and Kevin, my blood brothers. Um, we've been through a lot throughout the years. It's been a very interesting journey. Um, I'm happy to see that my brothers and my family are moving towards a very different lifestyle, a healthier, happier way of living. That fills my heart with so much joy and it feels like I've waited so long for all of us to live in harmony. Um, I'd like to thank a lot of my friends that have been in my corner throughout this healing process have been there uh, motivationally, um, verbally just giving me the love and insight I need even when I couldn't see it myself. Um, my friends that have really stood by my side and stuck it through the good and the bad and I appreciate you I I don't know where I would be in this world in this life if it wasn't for you guys um, my heart is full of gratitude and appreciation today and um, that's why I figured I'd share this with everyone today I felt like it's the right time a lot of things came up and a lot of healing has came and went. And I feel like I'm finally allowed, allowing myself and allowing the universe to work through me in different ways than I've ever allowed it. I'm submitting and finding sacred appreciation for all the small things in life. And I think that's a key ingredient to all of this and at least my path. And, um, yeah, I hope you guys find the answers you need and what helps you and what heals you. It's not easy, but it's worth it. And the ones that really love you will remain. And, um, of course, sometimes you're going to need some solo time to work on things and be, be within your own energy and your own thoughts. But namaste. I love y'all and I appreciate y'all. Life is beautiful. Take a big XL release. Love yourself. Love yours. Nobody else will. Love yours. And nobody else will. Love yours. And nobody else will. Conclusions that I've come to after all my spiritual journeys, my religious readings, my psychedelic journeys. One of my greatest conclusions, and after it all, is that just with simple gratitude infinitely infinitely just with simple gratitude there is no limit to this it's like a it's a it's an unlimited bank account you can appreciate there are simple forms of meditation and breath work that are just Appreciation for life, gratitude for a simple breath and what's right before you. And closing my eyes, I did this just a little bit ago. That's why I came back in here to shoot more for the podcast because it came to mind. But sitting in the kitchen, I straightened my spine, brought the cup, do my nose, straightened my back. 
straighten your axis, get it aligned. just the gratitude in what I get from that small very short exercise I have more of a psychedelic journey naturally just through breathing and being sober free of any psychedelics just that breath and closing my eyes and appreciating that tea I have a surge of a vision of energy of heat and light traveling throughout my whole body and I see it so vividly almost more vividly than any psychedelic I have ever taken tapping into these things and accessing these things is so easy and simple um, it's wild but doing drugs I think I, I feel I considered myself um, a lab rat at that point an experiment to see what these drugs would do to me and what kind of state they would put me in I had to figure out for myself but now that I know better breath work is the way to go for so many people dealing with mental pain physical pain so many people with questions this is a way to find answers within this is a way to channel peace and really center yourself and and it's free it's free people search so hard for a medicine or a doctor or some exterior source that tells them they're going to be okay that they're going to be fine that things are going to be better with that peace and all that longing and all that looking is here within but it the world doesn't teach us that no no uh, resources really are out there as far as mainstream that really tell you look within look within but that's been one of my greatest medicines I figure I'd share that and um yeah if somebody's out there really trying to dive deeper with psychedelics and try to go harder and try to find more like I'm telling you that they they have their purposes their tools and everything should be held sacred in moderation um but there are a lot of people i know are out there abusing these psychedelics and calling themselves a psychonaut and telling themselves that they're um enlightened and this and that but um i'm telling you there's no true peace no no beautiful psychedelic vision or anything like that better than what comes with breath work study the different styles of breath work um there are many out there um study some tai chi and some qigong um these are things that really help me but do what works for you what works for one doesn't work for all um that's very important to know as a community as one i appreciate y'all's time y'all have a blessed day namaste There's a war going on in the battlefields in the mind. And the prize is the soul. So, let's be careful.